Episode 010, we're back. This is the TBC podcast brought to you by Grime Daily, presented by myself, Michael Payne. Myself, Fadawa. Renee, produced. And today we have a very special co-host by the name of... Mary Ellen. Yeah. <laughs> Transatlantic correspondent. Yeah. What brings you here? Well, I've been living in London for about two years now, but originally from New York. Um, my parents are from Ireland, so I have the dual passport kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I just kind of move over here on a whim. Uh, yeah, adventures out there. <laughs> yeah. And what what did you uh, what did you do in Long Island? Like sort of when um, you were living. Well, there? after school, um, at college, um, I started kind of being a booking agent for different bands around New York City because yeah. I, I studied psychology, but I got into music scene because I was like, listen, I cannot sing, I cannot play, but I love it. Um, and that's what I want to do. Like, I want to make sure that people can hear music and stuff. So I got into promotion side of things. Um, and yeah, so I worked for a booking agency, um, bopped around. I also worked for Ultra Records for a bit. Um, and then I com- came over here um, about two years ago. I worked for a small promotions company here called Space Promotions. Um, and, and just I've, to be clear, Ultra is yeah. a dance label, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dancey, dancey. Um, <laughs> sorry, dancey, dancey. <laughs> no, say, say how you want to say it. <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> yeah, so I've been here about, and then here for about two years now. Now I work for another company called Fame Music, and we host um, online music competitions globally across all genres. So it's been pretty great. <laughs> yeah. So you're doing what you love. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it doesn't feel too much like work. No, no. I've, and I've always been doing it too. Like even when I was, when I was working at, at Ultra, that was like a part-time thing. And um, to make it work, I was also managing a coffee shop at the same time, you know. Um, and like it got kind of complicated times. Like, you know, wake up at 6 a.m., open the coffee shop, 3 p.m., yeah. end the coffee shop, go to work at the label, like go out, like wake up at 6 a.m. So but it was quite fun. <laughs> so you used to work for a booking agency? Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, previously, yeah, yeah, like that. that I mean, I'm not going to reveal my age online or anything, but we're yeah. talking quite like maybe like ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I, I was just thinking, with everything going on now in the states with grime music, like your your perspective, just being a booking agent once upon a time, even if it was ten years ago, how do you see? How do you interpret everything that's going on here? And then thinking how to do business over in the states. Um, well, the, the cool thing about like grime, like I know that it's going to blow up. Like I know that, you know, um, like Skeptics is going to be working with, um, Drake obviously. And like section boys have, have plans to work with like Rita Ora and section, um, section boys. They are section boys. Sorry, Chris Brown. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they've, they've worked together already. They, yeah. they have, yeah. have they released yeah. it or is it? Yeah, they've, I don't know if they've released oh, it to God. buy, but I know it's out it's there the in projects. the ether. Do you know what I mean? I've, I've, heard, I've heard it. Oh, you know? okay. What do you think of it? I haven't yet. It's a good. Not well. The thing is, remember we, we discussed Chris Brown. Yeah. So there's We're not biased already. I am gonna be biased, yeah, against because there's not really a project of Chris Brown's that I would openly say I like just because it's Chris Brown. He's got yeah, a Rihanna sorry. hating him. He don't. He's, he's. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah. On that bandwagon. No, yeah. no one cares really about Chris Brown to be honest. I'm not saying that no one cares. Me personally, I know that the guy's got fans and stuff, but that just looks just, like PR to me anyway. Because there's no other. There's nothing else suggesting that he cared before, prior to like all the hype. So you're just here to eat. Yeah, I think people get on. I don't even call it a bandwagon anymore. I call it just a wave. Like for me, that's the definition of a wave. Something that kind of like sweeps you off your feet culturally. And you just kind of feel like you're being taken along with it. Do you know what I mean? I I think that a lot of people 
are even a bandwagon jumper even a bandwagon jumper can be sort of really organic about it yeah. if you hear about something late it's not your fault you can't blame yourself for when you were exposed to something so if you like something late I, I really don't think that there's unless you are only doing it yeah, to that's fit it. in I think that's not just a bit not even that as well bandwagon just so you can profit and then run away like there's no actual interest it's just another promotion strategy for you I think that's the issue yeah, but I suppose there is... Um, this Mac is in my face. Hold on, yeah. <laughs> I suppose there is a, the positive like ramifications of what Chris Brown's done are that mainly that Section Boys now have. Yeah. They've been exposed to so many more people. So I'm not... I think that's good. I think that is good. But like I said, I just don't really like Chris Brown as a person enough to want to extol any virtues in anything that he does yeah that's that's what I, that's where i'd leave it i'll wait for the drake collab i think that <laughs> drake, yeah that i'd much sick. rather hear that even if drake isn't trapping chris brown certainly isn't he's he's doing cartwheels on stage like, <laughs> it's a different i don't think it does like my personally you know i think they'd, they'd, they'd probably do something quite different with drake as well I don't, yeah. I don't know if it would necessarily have to be all no it would have to be inevitably i think can imagine something like lock off Drake on a lock-off kind of tune. Could see it. I could hear it. Yeah. Well, like last episode when you sampled from the album, innit? So yeah, true. Maths is there. Are you a Drake fan, Mary Ellen? Actually, I am, yeah. <laughs> no, it's um, nothing to be ashamed of. You, get, you did a like, sort of yeah, nervous yeah, laugh. Yeah, I am. Like, like, don't you judge like, me. Don't yeah, I mean, we didn't me. ask if you voted you. Listen, I'm open-minded. I love Drake. I also love One Direction or Harry Potter. So, cool. I mean, it's, cool. it's everything, you know? They're, they're, they're connected. connected. Yeah. <laughs> very connected. There will definitely be some crossover. No, I mean, it's just like... I feel like um, in the music industry, it's so hard to kind of like knock people like, oh, they're shit or they're not talented. Yeah, there's or, like, no such da. thing as shit. But it's in my like, opinion. come on, like it's no, all, like, definitely sub subjective. Music. Like, no, but then there's, but then that that dead music. <laughs> right, I like, I like that dead music. Someone likes it though, innit? True. But just because it's not dead to them, <laughs> it's true what he's saying. But the so moment. unless it's a fact that do you know what I mean? It's, there's no uh, factual, factually dead song. Someone's gonna like it. It's not dead to them. But I think if a, if a consensus of people with good ears, so to speak... What's uh, good ears? But how do you define good ears? Because I guarantee that's, what, that's like where guilty pleasures come thing, in. thing, you know, like what yeah. society says yeah. is good. Oh, there's there's no facts, man. When it comes to creativity, for me, yeah. there are no facts. It's not good and it's not bad. You just like it. <laughs> but I was just sitting there like, I I'm just not trying disagree. To hear that, <laughs> that chilled, like, Croatia <laughs> house. Ooh, yeah, you're not, but someone is, is what I'm saying. No matter what tune I pick, yeah... That I think is dead. I guarantee I'm standing in a room of people probably dancing to it. You know, and, I, and do you know what I mean? Who am I to say that that tune's dead in that in that case? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Have you heard? Who of am the, I to say that? Have you heard of that you called Danny D four N N Y the Asian? Yeah. No. Um, Who's that? No. <laughs> he just sings in a in the strongest Asian accent you Asian accent you'll ever find, and just sings slow jams or does like Drake covers. From like when that he cool. was rapping off his phone at Westwood, like that far back. It's, it's the worst. He's the worst guy ever to like, but he's doing views. So like you say, some people like entertaining. it. Entertaining. Maybe people will like it for different reasons, innit? Mm. I think that even if someone likes a tune because they find it funny, if, if that was what was intended, then that's yeah. a positive trait of yeah. a song. If when it wasn't, like trolling. it's awkward, innit? But that's like trolling. And that's... That would be no different to say Bugsy 
with the whole fake PR scandal about the jewelry heists. And then your artwork for your project is you facing time with a mugshot. And we're supposed to believe that they're not connected completely. Yeah, on the. <laughs> when you, when you, I mean, <laughs> you say it like that. Well. <laughs> like, bro. <laughs> like, the, the fire in the booth wasn't bad, though. It was good. But yeah, no, saying it. it's better than Rich. I mean, Rich and Kano's. Kano. Yeah, I go for just like immaculate bars, you understand? Yeah, I so think Kano's me, one like might a, be my favourite right now. Yeah, I, all of I, I, what did I, I stated a few episodes ago that Wretches was mine. Which one, Movement or with Avelino? Him on his jacks over... Didn't he do it over an intro by the XX? Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel... Ew. And I love the, the one with Avelino as well. Don't get it twisted. That one's up Wait, there as well. the one with XX isn't about the last verse from the final booth with Avelino. Talking that, about am I selling a stream. There was some punchline about streams and everyone went mad. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, that the, one, is that the one with Avelino then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, cool. That one. His last For verse. For me, that's, that's my top fire in the booth. Kano came with that champagne that's clean. Yeah, it's between Kano... <laughs> Giggs' second one was in the yellow hat and he's like dropping some f- real shit. And is that one of the older ones? It's like about three years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, um, Don't they blow out bare of his bars Yeah, though? but you know what's weird, yeah? is that they've done it to six sevens and but like when I'm watching other people's fire in the booth, they're fully swearing. So it's like, how are you saying Yeah, there might be something that, like, mm. I don't know. Because like, like everyone knows, isn't it? Obviously... But active, yeah, yeah. yeah to, in layman's terms, yeah, they're active. So a lot of the shit that they blurred out, I don't know in it. That all of the, yeah, yeah all, nah, you know I what I mean. That. It might be some. It might be a lot more sensitive than just bars. If you get what I'm nah, saying, I feel you. I feel you. But I think that statement from Charlie Slough was a bit wild with the whole better than he's like overtaken Rich and Kano and fire in the booth. Bugsy's one. Bugsy's one. What do you think, honestly? Hyperbole, man. Like I, I genuinely think when you, when you're caught in the moment because it. You can you can tell that Charlie Sloth genuinely is a big fan of Bugsy in it. You understand? And again, like I said, I stress that it just because something's your favorite, it doesn't mean yeah. it's the best. You understand? That is the only thing I would say to Charlie. It's the best because it's the one that he likes the most, isn't it? But do you think that because no, no, during I, I all the you, clashes, my favorite is Wretches because I think Wretches is the best. Not even that, but Wretches and Avellinos. If they have business together. Then how can you? It's, it's oh, what not, you think it's bias, but then again, you know, like not I biased, said to you, maybe. But, no, but then it might un- not be in a cynical sense. But you know, just like how Diddy was was with Bad Boy, and he's just like front cover, just, just yeah, all shining, he, all glistening <laughs> in his jacket, just shimmying everywhere. But it's just like there's no different. Well, you see, Rick is a management stunt. Yeah, it's basically that like he's just saying that because it's management. But then, in your stock. but then it's chicken and egg though, isn't it? Obviously, it's not even chicken and egg. You can tell that he was a fan before he ever went into business. Yeah, him. because you have to be a fan to go but into you business. Know what? Yeah, I'll give, you you, I'll give you the real of it. So yeah? the two things. Sorry, when I watch his, Charlie's response, yeah, to um, Kano's fire in the booth, yeah, and Rich's, it's like, oh my God. When like he does Bugsy's one, it's like his bare calm. It's like on the payroll kind right. of thing. No. <laughs> 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 I swear he was hyped in, in this one. Nah, he was bare calm. Is anyone going yeah. to I think that took, I think what happened there with Charlie's ending segment 
Like, wow, oh my God. That took away from the overall piece. Because without that, there's nothing to knock Bugsy. Like, it's as strong, it's as bars. He's not trying to say... Do you know what I find quite admirable, yeah? It's, um... If you watch Bugsy's first fire in the booth, yeah? You can see that it touches him when Charlie tells him how sick he is. Mm. And then if you watch this second one, he's come so far, he makes the same face when Charlie does it in this <laughs> one. No, I'm, se- I'm telling you, you can tell that he really values Charlie's opinion. You can tell yeah. that those two are actually... He does. He bigs him up in the freestyle anyway. Yeah, you get me. The way in that, and I find that admirable. Yeah, you not discrediting his freestyle. It was good, but I think the, the statement to say it was better than the two that we've been speaking about. It's Again, I think down way, to, it's not even down just to that. taste. It's for manner as well. Like, it was just like... Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, you went in, fam. I'm not gonna lie. You went in, fam. Like, come on. We're not just gonna give that to everyone. Like, save that for when it's justified. In my opinion, anyway. Fair play, man. Fair play. Like I said, yeah, I think it's just where uh, it's what you connect with, isn't it? And to a, to a certain degree, Charlie would have been in a diff, like a completely different mindset to us because remember, he's coming from the perspective of someone. If they're in business together of someone that's hoping that it's of a superior quality. Yeah. So if it's to his satisfaction, then he's going to be like mad, like relieved, gassed, whatever. You understand? Like his emotions to hear it when, when, he, when he hears that on the radio are going to be way different from ours. It's, it's a perspective that we can't really relate to if you get what I'm saying to you. I hear that because he's live and direct witnessing it and absorbing it. This is the it. thing. I feel you on that. But visually watching it when I see it, his reaction didn't, implicate to me that that fire in the booth is the best fire in the booth like right you see like on the what do you mean do you think it he was doesn't just words? even rate it himself. yeah like, it, obviously he rates it but it's, it was just so but not enough for yeah that. like if i'm hearing something that's firing like when i heard kano's one i had to slap it like oh my god i'm getting gas like if i hear wretch's one or the um the movements one mm. like but he didn't does he re- does charlie react um in a similar way in both like throughout the freestyle is he is he more gassed in the first right. one than in the second one no, nah, in Bugsy's no, in one. Bugsy's one. I'm just thinking. I'm just kind of comparing his, uh, like his body language. Put and, it this way: and, for and me, he reactions. stopped Rich. He stopped Rich in the middle of his yeah, verse, innit? Right. And Rich, he was like, Rich was like, nah, yeah, like don't let me get it out. Like, yeah. Bugsy didn't get no stoppage. Like, you're an animal. Like, he got the hype, but mm. to me, like, it's nothing to like. Yo, bring that back. I need to hear that shit again. Like, that's crazy, innit? Like, mm. so like, I don't know, but good luck to him anyway. The e- yeah, it was good, but it went great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spoken. <laughs> what, what, did, did, did you hear it, Mary Ellen? I did We're not, not. going to exclude you from this. <laughs> you didn't. He's a no, fellow I I can't fire in the booth even. Is. <laughs> <laughs> a fire in the booth is basically a freestyle for Charlie Slough. What? Like, oh my God, like roll save? Yeah. Ah, exactly. listen, exactly. listen. You're not listening. <laughs> You're not listening. <laughs> that genius. <laughs> his was one. You, you said his was a... Uh, one of the best earlier. I think I'd yeah, have no, to uh, echo those sentences. Chantel, I loved you. <laughs> I all take Jonathan from church. I'll see you on Sunday. <laughs> Chantel. <laughs> so that's the only one you've seen. You know so, what? Yes, and I really appreciated the uh, the leather um, vest without the shirt underneath and mm-hmm. just the whole um, appearance of it. Well, yes. by, by default, that's the best by one de- you've seen. <laughs> It was. Yeah. Yeah. We'll move on. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Last episode, we touched on the whole Azealia Banks saga. And 
I'm sure you know. I apologize. I'm from. I'm. I used to live near the two one two, and she's from the two one two. And I apologize. I'm behind. No, you ain't got apologize. Two one two. For those that don't know, what's the two one two? It is New York. It is Bronx. It is up there. It is happening. But all of that. All of that. All, all of that. All of that. <laughs> is it? Is it an area code? It is. Yeah, yeah. It's an area code of New York City. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about her? Um, like comments. Her her attitude. Her behavior. It's, mean, ob- it's obvious, but, you know, kind no, of expatiate for us. I know. I mean, like, to be honest, like, if you have a problem with someone, like, you have a problem with someone, like, fix that out. But, like, don't, f- like, call them, like, these, like, disgusting, like, cultural discriminating names. Like, what, what did she call them? Like, a, like a curry? Like, so she called, like, you know what? Like, take, yeah, cur- yeah. was it? A curry curry scented like take like that's disgusting like come on like you're old enough like to realize like if you have be with him settle it like don't call upon like his actual heritage and ethnicity on that like what's the point of that like, don't you think it's partially a mental health issue as well yeah because i know she's had that before like she yeah. just completely calls people out twitter actually um completely suspended her account now yeah, they shot her. I, yeah. I don't know i don't know how i feel about that though because People like Katie Hopkins, they're free to have an account and do whatever they want. Is that the crazy British woman who says that gingers are not cool? Yeah. And well, I love that's gingers. That's not the worst thing she said. I, I, abs- I will say this right here, right now. F you, Katie Hopkins. Yeah. Gin- <laughs> yeah. Apart for many reasons, but my number one being that I have a weird ginger fetish and they are humans too and they are attractive. Yeah. So- Black people and Muslims are also humans too, but yeah, the ginger community, <laughs> you guys go it hard. And Sheeran, what up, man? <laughs> You're just going to assume anyone English listens to our podcast now. <laughs> I think on that note, we're going to take a little break and come back for the All-American Takeover. Absolutely. We are back from our break. And not content with having just the one transatlantic guest with us, we've brought in another one who's still another actually one. in the States. Another one. Please make some noise for uh, Two Blunt TV. How's it going, bro? Do we call you Two Blunt? Do we call you Mr. Blunt? What do we call you? Just too blunt, yeah? Yeah. Well, you're live on GRM Daily. Oh, it's madness. Mm. GRM Daily, what's going on? Too blunt, that's my standard intro. Nice. Sounds like 106 on Park. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very enthusiastic. That's what I like about Americans, you know. They're, they're, like, the enthusiasm. Yeah. I we think. Say it, amazing and awesome. Yeah. And cool. Exclamation Absolutely. And even if you don't mean it, it sounds nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, but we mean it. We mean it. Amazing, right? <laughs> <laughs> Radical. <laughs> <laughs> what got you into what got you into grime too, Blunt? Uh, well, before, I used to listen to... Well, I used to watch a lot of gamers from the UK. That's all I usually used to watch on YouTube. Gamers? Yeah, like video games. Yeah. Like they play games on YouTube, pretty much gamers. Yeah. And they were pretty much from the UK. The Sidemen, I don't know if you know them. Uh, KSI happened to be one of them. Yeah. Well, I had a song oh, yeah, with JMB. Didn't know who that was at the time. And I was like, me and my best friend here, we made a channel to do reviews on music, food, movies, places, everywhere. That's what the, the channel was initially about. Right. But then I was like, KSI made a song. I should probably review it. I didn't know who JME was at the moment. Listen to the song. At first, I gave it KSI the better hand, but then in my head, I was like, yo, this JME guy can rap. I don't know who he is. So you was rating KSI. Mm. Sorry, at first, you was rating KSI then. 
You yeah, feed him a buzz. I was a, I was a fan of KSI. I didn't know who JME was, so I was a lot more biased. <laughs> but then I slowly realized, like, yo, this JME guy can rap. KSI sounds loud. Yeah. JME can actually rap. Then I heard another song with JME in it, and I was like, holy shit, these people can rap. Because I didn't know UK had a rap scene. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was going to say it's crazy that you said that because KSI is not even a rapper. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, cur- I'm curious. What game did you um? Do you see him play? Was it Call of Duty, perhaps? It was a, it was, it, they play a bunch of games, so it's from Call of Duty to Let's Play to everything, actually. So it's not mm-hmm. just one game. Fair play. And then, so your your love for the genre expanded through through something like yeah, just something completely different. Yeah. So after that people started requesting like other artists like stormzy shut up and section boys lock off which we didn't like at first i don't know if you guys seen that one but we weren't feeling lock off at all until i got more into the music so yeah it started getting bigger to me is that something that you've um like experienced regularly like music is it something for you that have there been things that you've had to come around to uh, or is not it, really. Is I it guess. coming with the experience of sort of predominantly sort of British music that you're listening to? Is it is it is it that hit and miss for Ameri- from America uh, from an American perspective? I think it's all about being open-minded because uh, some people will just hear a song and cut it off automatically because they don't understand the accent or they just don't hear it out. But I stopped listening to recent american music years ago right why huh how comes because man i wasn't one of those kids who just wanted to hear all of the violence and stuff i wanted to hear some lyrics in the music and they stopped doing that i don't even think you're hearing much violence it's just dabbing i don't think you're hearing much and just vine dances that's it really you're not really hearing much (laughs) yes it was it was filled with too much stuff that i couldn't relate to so I, I just stuck to listening to the older 50 Cent songs and some Biggie and a lot of R&B. Which oh, what about then when, when 50 was conscious? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't listen 50 to them now, but his older songs, I still have them there playing. Mm. You can find me in the club, bottle full of pub. <laughs> but, I, but I ain't got a gun. <laughs> Peace, man. <laughs> at that time, though. I was like 10 or something. <laughs> So what other what other types of music are you into now apart from grime? And apart from UK, even uh, if it's UK, even it can be UK, just literally a genre. Do you just lump them all together? So grime and rap is just one thing. It's just UK. That's how you categorize things. Yeah, that's a good question. Could you tell a UK hip hop tune from a UK grime tune? I couldn't at first, but now I can. How? What? What's your like distinction between the two? One, you can, like, the tempo difference is huge. So, uh, you know, that 140 BPM, that quick pace, the skippy flows. And the UK hip-hop sounds similar to American hip-hop. Yeah. It has that kind of relation. Good answer. Bloody good answer, mate. So do you listen to, like, the trap stuff and just think, oh, this is knockoff American hip-hop? The trap stuff, it sounds like uh, drill music mixed with some American trap. It doesn't sound... Like completely like American trap because they I don't know it's just the way you guys say things compared to how Americans say things are completely <laughs> different. So the music sounds like its own music from its own area. Yeah, I, mean. I get that. I get that. 
I'll rate the answer actually very highly. You're highly rated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm always quite skeptical about Americans. Like I've always just, I'm not sure. Maybe it's just Bush, and I then Diddy. Because, <laughs> yeah, nice no, because of the gen, like the the perception you get of them through what is shown to you, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. To you. yeah. I think if you take Americans as make sweeping generalizations, then you, because that is the main one of the main things about um, that people accuse Americans of. So I think you'd be just as bad as them if you were to just go all Americans are ignorant. Do you know what I mean? Because we've got two very open-minded Americans in our company right now, one via the internet and one live in the flesh. What do you do? You, do you class Drakers? Do you like? Do you do either of you when you think of Drake? Think of an American or a Canadian, and is that a stupid question? That's to both of you, to Mary Ellen and to Blunt. Wait, you you asked if wait when I think of Drake, do I think he's Canadian or American? Yeah. Uh, I honestly can't say because I don't listen to Drake much, but I don't know the answer to that because I don't think about the Canadian side at all, really. Right. Is the Canadian side really rated in terms of rap music in America? What was that? Is the Canadian side highly rated in America at all? Bro, I can't answer those questions because I'm so disconnected from the music, so I wouldn't know. But ah. maybe just from conversations. No, no, I was going to say, like, I, I don't think that, like, if you do think of Drake, like, actually, if you were probably to poll a lot of, like, people in the States, they wouldn't know that he was Canadian. They would just think like, oh yeah, yeah, no, he's from the states. Like, there's not a lot of Canadian rap going on at all, which is why kind of like why Drake is so excited about how well he's doing and like trying to bring like Canada to the like you know sort of on the scene, put it on the map, kind of thing. Um, but no, you, I don't think you would think of Drake as like Canadian. Like, I, I, I don't know. I personally think American, but that's yeah. What's up? I have a, a an opinion. Well, from my friend, he just pointed it out because uh, he doesn't think of Drake as Canadian. And he used Justin Bieber as an example as well, because Justin Bieber's Canadian. No one thinks of him as uh, Canadian, really. Yeah. just sounds like a musician from America. That's what it sounds like to me. So yeah, do you yeah. think for grime and UK rap, for it to be accepted just like Drake and Justin Bieber have, do they need to be accepted from a standpoint where they're not spoken of as UK MCs, they're just spoken of as MCs in general? Do you think it's a British element in terms of identity that puts Americans off before even listening to the music? I think that has a part to do with it. Because the minute they hear... Because you know the stereotypes of the UK. All you guys do is eat cupcakes or something like that and drink tea. Mm. That's actually true, to be perfectly <laughs> honest with you, Matt. Literally just you know, had one. How many times I asked somebody to impersonate a, a UK person, they crumpets and tea. That's what they always say. Crumpets as well. Yeah, old school, but... Yeah. So well, when you saw 6-7, uh, like, how did you feel then? How was your perceptions after that? Because <laughs> uh, remember, I, I watch these guys on, on uh, the YouTube videos all the time, so I know it was just all about that. Yeah. I didn't know about music, but um, yeah, when I found out about, let's say, people like 6-7 and gigs, I didn't know the UK had like a crazy like gangster scene. I knew there was stuff going on there, but I didn't know like it was to that extent. So I wouldn't know nothing at all without the music. 
I hear that. Did you also wonder how one of the members of Six Seven was going to eat a crumpet through that mask? Because that's the first thing I would have thought. Now his, his mouth isn't covered, is it? But it'd still be hard to eat a crumpet. But let's not get into an argument about that. <laughs> um, what do you think? Have you seen, would you say you've seen a lot of um, the Daily Duppy series? Yeah, I've seen a few. I've seen a few of them. What are your, have, have you got any personal favourites? Oh, before I say anything about that, whoever edits the Daily Duppies, you people are freaking crazy, yo. Those Daily Duppies are the dopest. I don't know, I got to give it to y'all, man, because the way you guys edit and put the text in, that actually helps with learning what they're talking about. Because all of the references is freaking crazy. So you guys murk the Daily Duppies. So what, you've actually picked up slang. Do you use it day to day then? Do you use the day-to-day slang you pick up from from UK uh, music? I use some of it, not all of it, because not all of it... Some of it flows better to me, but then there's some I just don't use it. Cause like what? Huh? Like what? I, uh, I like say scat. Still. Huh? Wait, what, scat? Yeah. What do you mean still? Still, scat is in... in oh, he's a scat. I heard still. <laughs> I was thinking what? No, no, scat. S-K-E-T, a scat. Yeah, that yeah, way. yeah. That's a that's that's an institution as far as slang words go. Yeah, that's from back then. It stood the test of time, man. <laughs> Wait, I don't even know what do, what does that mean? Sket. A hoe, basically. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Bruv. Um. Yeah. Yeah, bruv's good. <laughs> I had bruv to learn that allow it means which kind of confused me at first, but yeah, I learned that. What was that? Allow it. Allow it, yeah, yeah. What did you think it meant at first? Hmm? What did you I think it meant? meant? To let it happen. Oh, oh, oh my God. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the complete course. opposite. Like, it's true. It's mad, isn't it? Some slang words mean the exact opposite of what they mean in like Queen's English. Yeah, that's synonymous with like, please help. Like, stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't <Allow> say that. <laughs> Don't say that around people that, yeah, will think it means, all right, let, shall I let this happen then? What else, what else have you learned? Can you give us any other gems? Uh, let me see. I know Don, which means like that dude, like my bro, that, that, that guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bro. Uh, do, you, do, you call, do you call girls, you call them birds? That's, that's quite British. So when you're with your friends, like, oh, check out that bird. Just call them girls. <laughs> is that quite British? Not our British, but that is no, it's, British. It's, it's, that it's, is British. It's Cockney. Oh British, no, Cockney. Yeah. British, yeah. I know like, quite a bit of Cockney. So, team chick, uh, yeah. Beanie from my era. The only person I've called, Beanie. the only person I've heard call a girl a bird is Fecky, and that makes sense. And that's about it. Yeah, he's yeah he's Cockney to a degree, isn't he? Yeah. Oh gosh, I think everything I've learned since I've been here is Cockney. Then. <laughs> <laughs> no, what if that's the thing about sort of. Like UK slang, it's a mix of like Cockney and like like Jamaican patois. Do you know yeah, what I mean? I'd say pretty it's much. pretty much a mix of them too. But certain certain West African words are creeping in, you know, like off like, pant. Or yimbo. You know I mean? that's, that's I do that. <laughs> off pant. I like though that that phrase is is, is off like pant. Sne- <laughs> sneaking in there, you know, off pant. It means like. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just <laughs> like we don't know I'm what that means. A bag of really expectant faces. I got. I got to say something really good now. <laughs> no, off pant means stripping it. Oh. Straight to yeah. the point. Just gonna off pant for. 
How do you use that in the conversation as a genuine Nigerian? Yeah, basically, if, if two girls are kind of, if, if a girl is going, how, can you, how did you see it with that dude? Like, why did you see it with that dude? Uh, like, why pant. did you off pant for that girl? You get me? Oh, so you oh, don't yeah. got, ah. so you don't chill with a girl. Ah. No, if say for instance two girls are talking, yeah, like say for instance Lauren and Mary Ellen are talking, yeah. and one of them, one of them, only one of them, me, it's me, it's not two, with no. a dude, yeah, that the other one doesn't respect, yeah, uh, then the other one will say, why did you off pant for that guy? Uh, Do you see what I'm saying? Off, off I'll pant, but it's, it's a ginger. verb, isn't it? But like a guy will never go to a. Because he was ginger, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, Ed Sheeran, again. So a guy would never go to a girl and be like, "Yo, you're not off pant." No, it'd be quite creepy if you went up to a girl and went off pant because no, you know she'd never really. Could be a colloquialism, innit? You never know. No, I've never heard of that. Think that's a new thing. Yeah, it's quite new. It's it's quite new, but um, I'm pretty sure like West Africans have been saying it for a while. So definitely off pant all day. <laughs> off pant all day. <laughs> Get them off pant all day. Your Bond villain name would be Mr. Offpant. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Mr. Just Offpant. That would be my name. It's Offpant. No hyphen even, because I'm a bad man like that. No hyphen. Just O P O P. No, do you know? And even one F, because you know what I'm talking about. Even with <laughs> we're even gonna waste letters yeah. round here. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna... Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway. So what's your so, sorry about this <laughs> too blunt? What's your so what's your uh, no? I asked you that already, didn't I? Ask you what your favorite daily duffy was. No. Yeah, we did digress. My favorite daily duffy. Is yeah. Daily. Huh? It's Gets daily duffy. Gets is yes. one, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. So what yeah, with? Did you keep up with all the beasts that were going back and forth? So like when Chip was going back and forth with Bugsy and Youngin and all those nah, kinds of things. I mean, with Bugsy, I wasn't here around that time. Yeah. But Youngin and Chip, yeah, I kept up with that one. Who do you think won? Uh, as it stands, from what I know, I would have to give the edge to Chip. For one, Chip sent the last diss song, Youngin didn't come back. And two, some of Youngin's bars were lies. So like, Lies. How? how, how? What made no, you feel like? When he was saying references to who was it, how Chip wasn't really rated by Skepta or something like that. But then the next day on Snapchat, I saw Chip and Skepta hanging out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when you have, when you're dissing somebody, make sure you're, you're this is really valid. So, yeah. Fair point. Very fair point. Um, quick. Quick question. It's like, how, how did you find GRM Daily? Like, coming from the States and stuff, I know it's not really like um, a statewide thing, it's more of a UK thing, but how did you come across that site and keep coming back to it? Uh, from the music, because you guys were putting the music out and I started noticing the, uh, the branches, like GRM Daily, Link Up, SB, JDZ, and P110. So, yeah, that's how it came about. There's going to be a lot of censoring in that section. GRM and beep, beep, and um, beep. So you're from Miami, yeah? Yeah. Did you grow up there? there, Sorry? I live here, but I'm from the Bahamas originally. And is is there a big sort of scene of people like you that kind of actively seek UK urban music? 
Not that I know of, no. Or do you exist more as a community online? Yeah, pretty much online, because you probably will never hear a grime song being played in Miami unless it's me or another uh, Miami grime. So you're that annoying guy going to all your brethren's like, oh, hey, go check this out. Like this UK guy, he's listen, called Skepta, he's all right, he's not too bad. That's, that's, that's if, you. If they're riding with me, that's all they're going to hear. I don't play that music that they want to hear. Mm. I'm like, yo, you get in my car, I pay the bills for the car, you listen to my music. And some of the music crosses over. Some doesn't, but yeah. some do. Have you converted many people? Or have is there are there any particular tunes that even your most the all the friends that are the biggest sort of naysayers, are there are, are there any tunes that have kinda touched the nerve with them? Yeah. One of my friends, he listened to Six Seven, Let's Lurk, he hated it. But I let him listen to Getz Daily Duppy and broke it down and he was like, Holy shit, who is this guy? How do I not know him? So yeah, he felt Gets a bit more, well, a lot more than six seven because he didn't rate six seven. But when you heard that Gets and the, when I broke it down to him, yeah. How far back have you gone in terms of like all your research you've done on YouTube and online? Have you gone as far back as say Risky Roads and Pirate Radio yeah. and Deja Vu? Deja I mean, Vu. I've gone as far because I have grime memories on Instagram. He's taught me about you know pay as you go. Rough Squad, all of those guys, Esky Beats, all of those. Who was it? Uh, it was. A, it's a lot of groups from back then, you know. Yeah. And, and when you yeah, show okay. when you show all this music to your mates and just people around Miami, what's what's like the most common response for why they knock it? I repeat that again. Like, what's the most common response for why they knock like, our music when they hear it? Because they don't understand what they're saying. Even with Young Fug and people like that about. Yeah. Did you hear Getz's last bars in uh, his Daily Dubby? Yeah. Yeah. Young Fug and Future fans. But they don't know what he said. What? I hear yeah. <laughs> uh, They just dismiss the music once they hear an accent. They, don't, they just don't want to listen to it. Even though it's clear to understand. Yeah, it's definitely an accent thing. Yeah, because to me, to you guys, I have an accent, but to me, you have the accent. Mm. No. Do you do you find it do you find it hard to understand us when we talk? No. Do you find it harder to understand us when we rap than than you do when we talk? Depends on where the accent's from. Because if it was, let's say, drum uh, accent from the beginning, like let's say Devil Man, his accent is a lot harder to understand. And also D Double E, when I first heard him. I was like, oh man, this guy accent is like really, really, really harsh. Mm, yeah, you're not expected to understand D double. It's just you're just taking the energies that you're getting. Pretty It'd be much, great yeah. if he was like, yeah, but I really, really dug that flirt of D. <laughs> Have you heard of Flirt of D by any chance? Who? Flirt of D. Flirt of D? I think he had a diss track. Uh, well, he dissed Kano, didn't he? Did he? he sent for Kano where they had a little yeah. crush or something. Hmm? Yeah, if you if you had trouble understanding D double, then you had no idea what he was saying. Then did you actually I've, catch? I've heard, I've heard Flirt of D. I did a review on one of his songs towards Kano. I think it's him. Yeah, it's Flirt. It's this Kano. What? Yeah, it's Flirt of D. This Kano. You're correct, though. Yeah, so I've heard him. Have you heard? Have you heard Bugsy Malone's Fire in the Booth? Part two or one? Two. Yeah, I was I was out having dinner and I rushed to finish eating and ran to my car and recorded it. 
Yeah, so I heard it the next, the same day actually, yeah. What'd you think of it? It was dope. He cleared a lot of things that people were asking questions about, but it drew, it drew some more questions. So What sort of questions in terms of, huh? what, what kind of questions did you draw from it? Between him and Chip, you know, that stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. But do you think, where would you rank that in terms of your best fire and abuse? Uh, I, because this, like, let's say two fire in the booth that I can't rate with the rest, which is low key and a collar. Cause they're like on, I put them as like legendary status, but like, let's say other fire in the booth, I have to wretch three, two. Yeah. Still my number one. Uh, let's see. Bugsy Malone part one was pretty good. Yeah. What else is that? K Coke. Like his fire in the booth was madness. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, I heard Chip fire in the booth, but it was when he started ranting, so I didn't hear much. He didn't rap much in that one. Yeah, so I have to give Wretch number one. Uh, I like Kano's too. It's it's hard. There's a lot of them. I can't really choose. See, he's definitely up. His part one was better than part two. I think. Yeah. See what we were saying about good music. Yeah. Our our best fire in the booth happened to be yours. And you have no idea we have a conversation and you're in another country. Yeah. So I do think there is no, yeah, no, some there kind is, of... There are very... I'd say the there there are many types of people when they listen to rap in it. Yeah. And there are the people that listen for the lyrics. There are people that listen for the the sort of charisma, the delivery and stuff like that. We just happen to be people that kind of veer to, more towards like wordplay, lyrical dexterity. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But you have to have some of the other things in abundance as well. So can you, would you f- uh, say you can relate to a lot of the stuff that's said in grime tunes that you listen to? Talking to me? Yeah. Yeah, I can relate to a lot of it. it, when, it when it talks about the life issues and the police and the government, stuff like that, I was like, holy crap. The UK police is that corrupted too. Mm. We're not that corrupted in in comparison. No, no, not, not as much as here, because we're on another level. Like how how real is it? Because from my perspective, I only see what happens on Twitter and with the hashtag Black Lives Matter and CD Ray, well, and all that kind of stuff. But on a day to day basis, how, how bad? Well, it depends on the area you're in. And down here in Miami, it's not that bad. But if you go up north, it gets worse. But like, let's say areas like Little Haiti or Opelika or North Miami, every day you drive, you will see a police pulling somebody over or doing something to somebody. So it's like, when I go to my cousin's house and drive away, there's always a police on the outside of the house. It's like, I get nervous. Even though I'm not doing anything, I just get nervous when they're around. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Do you feel sort of intimidated by the police, even though you're just living a a normal crime-free life or whatever? Yeah, I drive. I don't know if you see the car I drive, but being a a black young man in that kind of car and a police tailing you, it's Mm. nerve-wracking. I've got a nice bike and I get the same kind of... (laughs) (laughs) Really expensive pedals. That's actually true. That wasn't a joke. Like, don't laugh at my uh, <laughs> situation. Please, next time. Or, um, hmm? That he rides a bike. <laughs> yeah. Oh, go plan it. Oh, wait, it's not. We're not. That's not serious, no? 
we've all had a bit to drink. No. You haven't had any to drink? Uh, no, 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 I don't, I don't drink. You don't? <laughs> nope, that red cup was filled with um, apple juice. Right. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and, rainbows, and unicorns. Unicorn tears. Yep. Rainbows and unicorns. I drink, that's why I drink daily. I wake up and uh, drink that and it helps get me get through my day. You guys. Yes, bring it on, ma'am. Will you guys ever come to the US? In, what do you mean? In what terms? As in everyone? I mean, the GRM Daily crew doing stuff. I'm not sure. Like, if you guys ever had thoughts of coming over to the US, so I guess, yeah. you know, with artists whenever they come over. Well, GRM were over there for the uh, uh, BET Awards. The BET Awards? Yeah. You were there? GRM Daily were, yeah, in, in some capacity, yeah. Not all of us. Is the BET was like the biggest ceremony that it's, it's the only thing essentially you care about in terms of awards for music in America? They still do, do, do the Soul Train Awards? I don't know. I don't watch TV. Fair. <laughs> you, so no one watches TV. Would you say you consume most of your info, if not all, on the internet then? For me? Yeah. Yeah, that's where I get it from. My TV, I have a TV in my room. It only turns on when I play Black Ops. So that's yeah. it. <laughs> oh my God, Black Ops 3? I think yeah. that's the way for um, most... If you want to find me on this, I'm actually, I'm not going to lie, I am a woman and I play pretty well. If you, um, if you look up Unicorns Rule 87, um, we can play in a party and I will actually might kill you. It's fine. You got to be PlayStation though. Oh, PlayStation 4. Oh, okay. You're cool. You're cool. You're cool. <laughs> Just listen to Americans casually talk about shooting yeah, each other. Yeah, two Americans. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. Unicorns Rule 87. Let's play. I won't remember that name, but uh, probably I'll follow you guys on Twitter, like individually, so I can know who I was speaking to. <laughs> oh, yeah. You just broadcasted your... Your gamer tag to like thousands of people. That, that's so. fine. You know, like um, when I made that name, I thought it was a joke. So I thought I wasn't actually going to get as addicted as I did to it. And I was like, yeah, unicorns rule. Like, LOL for the lulls. <laughs> and then as I started playing and I started getting better, and I was thinking like, oh man, like what about all these guys that are playing in their rooms? And they're like, who is this unicorn bitch? Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's killed me. Unicorns, what? <laughs> Did you listen to Konnichiwa? I, yep. The album, yeah, I did a review on it. What did you think of it, Ben? I gave it eight, eight and a half out of ten. Why not a ten? I mean, <laughs> Nothing gets a, lot a, of the ten. Songs, a lot of the songs on that album, are, they've been out already. Yeah. So oh, you t- in terms of all the singles that were released, that like, shut down, that's not me. That's a weird vet. That's what people have said to me a lot. And I'm like, that's the whole point of an album campaign. You put out singles and then the album comes out with those same tunes on it. It's yeah, a lot of people didn't. A realize, lot of people have like, said that. To, a lot of people have cited that to me as a reason for some sort of discontent. I'm like, I don't understand. I, I just don't understand. It's just the first of the new music, I guess. Is it because the first singles came out so long before the album? Yeah, because I think Skepta, Safe on the Block, and Shutdown has been out for what a year or something. Going pushing too, maybe the first. Yeah. I'd say that's not that's me's not even me. older. Yeah, was the first release. Yeah, so like, I mean, I understand he has the songs on it, but I was like, if he had like a few more tracks that we never heard, then I would have been a little better. Have you seen Skeps Alive? I've, I've I've actually watched his uh, shutdown 
um, live under a, a pathway or something like that. He had everybody come to the park and he did a live show and the police shut it down. But yeah, I saw that live show. That's a live. Oh, but you haven't seen that anything in terms of when he's come to the States. Oh, you he's all in the car park. Sorry. I just yeah, that one. Yeah. 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 So who would you see when, when they come over to the US then? Who would you want to see come over to the US? Do I want to see him come over? No, who would you want to? Who would I want? Getz. So Getz is like your number one MC then? Hell yeah, man. Getz is freaking madness. When I saw when I found Getz, I found life again. <laughs> I found Sick. life again. <laughs> Sick. But but yeah, like people like Getz, Giggs, Kano, Retri Two, uh, RM. I don't know if you guys know him. He's an artist from Brum. Talk to him a lot. Yeah. And those guys like that. Just schooling me. For real, for real. For real. <laughs> you know lots. I dig that. How long, how long has it been now since you how, you... how long would you say it's been since you first started listening to UK music? December of last year. Wow. Wait, December 2015? Yeah. So nice. not even a year. Like six, yeah, like six months. Yeah. Ago. Almost wow. seven months. You talk like someone that's been listening to it for six years, man. <laughs> have you watched all the DVDs? Yeah, have you gone back and watched DVDs? Have you been able to sort of get them over? Like, um, are there even any left to, to import? Oh, they're all on YouTube. Crazy Titch, Crazy Times. Oh, yeah. Um, what else would there be? Would you call it? Dizzy done a little would documentary. Would you call it by like so. Wiley? No, I'm talking about old school ones, though. Old school documentaries. Practice hours. Um, do you know what I mean? Risky Roads, obviously. Do you know what? It's weird. Having America, just having an American on the other line. Because this is something you'd always talk to with friends or at school. It's like, oh, imagine what Americans think of this. Yeah. And, oh, what's their opinion? And now we're actually at a stage where we can actually get their opinion. Yeah, fully, instantly. But I think, how long do you think it will take till America are acceptant of grime or just a majority of states are? Um... Like as like I said before, I think the newer grime artists are gonna trend more here. But when it comes to the older guys, I don't think it's gonna go too well because I've let people listen to let's say Wiley, uh, D Double E, President T, those guys, and they're like, yeah, what is this? But once they listen to Section Six Seven, Crept and Conan, they're like, this sounds good because you know the beats are more produced, they sound more familiar to their ears, I guess, so they can bump with it more. And they usually say this beat is dope. The beat is dope. They're not really hearing the lyrics, but as long as they, you know, they kind of like the music. So eventually, I think the newer artists are definitely going to be able to trend. Fair play. And when, when, interesting question for me, when you recite English bars, do you put on a UK accent or do you rap in your own accent? I, I put on the most garbage UK accent. <laughs> so, yeah. When I, when I recite Getz bars, it... You can't, I can't do it in an American accent. It just feels weird. Yeah, and the, and the words will rhyme differently as well. Yeah, because the way they, uh, what you emphasize on is not what we emphasize on. Yeah, exactly. Things that it changes though. Yeah. yeah, there's more of a sort of slur when it comes to American delivery. Like things yeah. are extended. Delivery is mixed. So Getz is your favorite, would you say, of all time or at the moment? Uh... Uh, uh, I think of all time because I, I heard uh, some songs from his Freedom of Speech while I was at work mm -hmm. today, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I mean, "Holy poop!" 
No, man, you can sweat. No, you're allowed to sweat. Like, go in. <laughs> I mean, I heard his, uh, I think it's called Threats with him and Griminal on it. And that was another song. And the way he was spitting, man, I was like, whoa, it's madness, man. And do you rate any, um, like, if you could put together a UK MC, like your favorite is obviously Getz. Who would you pair him with in a, like a, a stateside MC? Your dream collaboration with Getz. With a stateside? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got to give Eminem. Good mm. choice, man. That could be very, very interesting. Go on. No, Mary Ellen. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I was just going to say, I have like... I have a little lady crush on Lil Sims. Um, I think she's absolutely amazing. I've seen her perform live a bunch of times. Um, and I know that Kendrick is really, really big into her. Yeah, he was one of her first stateside yeah, fans. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And if they could get an act like a track together, a collaborate in that, I think it'd be amazing. I'd, I like to think sometimes that they've actually done a tune together, but I we're just not allowed to hear it yet or something. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Who knows, really yeah. and truly. There's tons of tunes that are just way below the surface that we just don't know about. Yeah. You know what I mean? So oh. you never know. You never know. Oh. I hope I just stirred the pot up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I hope someone quotes me on this. <laughs> that rumoured track of Little Sins and Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be cold. Mm. Very cold. Very cold. But thanks for so much for joining us all the way from Miami to Blunt. Uh, no problem. Is there anyone you want to shout out or is there anything you want to let your listeners, our listeners combined, no. Well, that's nerve-wracking now. <laughs> <laughs> i like to shout out GRM Daily first. Yeah, nice one, man. Thanks for having me on this podcast. Much love to all y'all in the office. And my subscribers, because without them, I probably wouldn't be as into the music as it, because they, besides the artists themselves, they pretty much taught me all I know, because they gave me the information right off the bat. And what I noticed about them, they're, they're some supportive-ass people, man. Like, jeez. Like, they support me like... I was like, holy shit, these guys don't even know me like that. But then they're supporting me like this crazy. And, uh, yeah, and a big shout-out to my 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 assistant, uh, Johanna. She's from the UK. She helps me with my videos, like, helping me organize and posting them. So okay. I got to give her a shout-out. And pretty much to my whole subscribers and everyone else, all of the artists, Getz, RM, Dave, Novelist, all of those guys. Nice one. But once again, thank you so much for joining us, bro. And uh, yeah, have the, have a good, uh, pleasant rest of the day, man. All right, thank you. Thank you for having me. Peace, brother. Bye-bye. I guess we can comfortably say that brings us to the end of this episode of TBC. Indeed. Yeah. It's been fun talking to you, Mary Ellen. Yeah, you guys you should too. come back. It's been amazing. Absolutely. I love you guys so much. It's an amazing little team here, so... Mm. What are your movements like in the near future? Well, from here to my bed. That's basically yeah? it. Oh, no, 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 not that near. Not that. <laughs> Put your number in there. No, it <laughs> I just meant, you know, <laughs> Wait. Any, any interesting things that you're going to be up to. I'm just thinking of off pant all over again. Off pant, you know what? That was all a joke, the off pant thing, you know. Off pant. Hey, I didn't say anything about off panting. I meant sleeping. I mean. And on that note, I just like to... Note, yeah, that very pleasant note. Um, <laughs> slightly awkward, but pleasant note. Uh, join us for uh, episode 011.